Good morning, Rabbi Say. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community Coil of Summerton, Philadelphia. A lovely, slightly damp Monday morning. Monday morning. And, uh, okay, our, our Tfilis and Tehillim are learning, and love is still going out to Achenu Kolbeis Yisrael, Hanesun Batsoru Vashivya, our brothers and sisters that are in, in captivity and Sara and Shivya, captivity and and, and Sara, just in a state of anguish, in a state of anguish and 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 suffering. And may Hashem, indeed, send them and send all of us <coughs> delivery. May All be to emerge into the light very very soon. And on that note, we continue here with Evan Shlema. Parakid Aleph, Simon Dalit. We're up to a new Simon over here in Parakid Aleph, the parak where he goes through the ins and outs of the Geula, the Meher Amenu, Amin, that we should be Zaychet to see the, the coming redemption. And next Simon says the following. We've been, we've been seeing a little bit about what the progression will be like, what's going to happen when different stages of Geula. We saw that very nicely developed here in the Vilna Gain, four stages of Geula. Four different times during the year that they're going to come, um, the stages of who's going to come back and what order does the ingathering of the exiles occur, why that happens, what the Geula really is all about, how we br- how we can bring about Geula, and on that note, we saw last time that we bring about Geula through Talmud Torah, through learning, through learning Kabbalah, through being on track to learning Kabbalah. All learning really is just getting closer and closer and closer to the concentrated essence of the Torah, which is, that's all Kabbalah, is just panemius. So on that note, in terms of what we can do to ensure our place in that parade, ensure our place in the coming celebrations and redemptions, salvations, the Goyen says the following, B'schus, in the merit of philosophia, that we stay away from those who are busy with philosophy. In the, in the merit of being, staying far away from philosophy. What types of philosophy? The guy mentions three philosophies, three types of philosophies. Philosophia elokis, limudius, vitivios. Godly philosophy, the philosophy of God, the philosophy of philosophy, the philosophy of nature. Freedom types of philosophy, whatever that is. So get, get there in a moment, but let's just see the quick, quick take over here, the outline. One will merit to the divine light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You want to merit the divine light of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam? Stay far away from philosophy. Stay far away from philosophy. You want to merit the divine light of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Now, let's figure out what's going on over here. The first is very clear from the Vilna Gaon that philosophy is bad. Philosophy is a bad thing. And... And it's going to remove us, can take us away from the divine light of Hashem, being zayichet to having having uh, the ability to receive the light of Hashem. So the questions are: Why is philosophy bad? Why specifically does it make us um, uh, unable to receive the d- divine light of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam? And what are these three kinds of philosophies that he breaks it down into? Because we have to explain and explore the answers to all of the above, <clears throat> and. You know, if we're talking about philosophy 
that's clearly heresy, kfira, apicarsis, a philosophy that is delving into ideas and notions that are antithetical to Yiddishkeit, to Torah, to Mitzvahs, to Rebbein that for sure makes a lot of sense to us, right? That, um, that uh, you want to be zeicha, to have, to have a relationship with Hashem, to have devekas with Hashem, to Hashem's light, stay away from things that are, that are, uh, that are, that are antithetical to Hashem. Stay away from ideas that are untrue, stay away from ideas that are false, stay from my philosophies that, uh, that, that go against what Amun is about, right? That would make a lot of sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, to the degree that that makes, like, too much sense. The guy wouldn't need to tell us that, right? Yeah. Gain doesn't need to say, if you want, you don't want to know how you're going to merit to have a relationship with Hashem in, in days to come to Hashem's divine light? Well, stay away from Avodah Zarah. Stay away from learning philosophy, which delves into ideas that are, you know, Go completely against Hashem. Well, that, that goes without saying. Of course, of course, that's the case. You don't need the villain going tells that. Let's say that better. You don't need to be, be a going. You don't need to be a going to know such a thing, right? Any of us would say that. Any of us could say that, and no, nobody would question that. So <clears throat> it can't be the going time simply telling us that philosophy, which is, which is. Um, Kfira, Kfira, which is heretical, is going to take us away from Hashem. Aleph, and Bez, the guy himself even sounds like, like he's talking about philosophy that's like kind of not so clear cut that it's that it's forbidden even. Because he doesn't say philosophy is Osir, it's Treif, and, and not only that's Osir and it's Treif and it's going to take away from Hashem, he's in the merit that we stay away from philosophy. What does that sound like? It sounds like we're talking about something that's categorically forbidden, it doesn't sound like something that's categorically forbidden, because in uh, when you, in the merit that you in the schus in the schus of not eating treif in the schus of of not being mechal shabbos what in the schus you're chayiv to keep shabbos you're chayiv to eat kosher you you don't refer to such a thing as like in the merit the merit doesn't sound like sounds like a, giving you a pat on the back extra credit right something meritorious like you got the the merit badge from the Eagle Scouts for what. <clears throat> for learning how to burn down a house with nothing but one match. One match. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> I see Arthur got that badge. That badge. From Eagle Scouts. Good for you, Arthur. Um, well, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. We're going to have to see very soon. Um, so it doesn't sound like the guy's talking about philosophy that's clear. Clear up. Um, a, because it wouldn't be a chiddush, and B, because he wouldn't. It, it sounds like it's something that's meritorious. And third of all, it sounds like. Not sounds like we said he mentions three different types of philosophy over here. He does mention three types of philosophy, and let's look back at those what those philosophies are. And remember, he's telling us in the, in the merit of avoiding philosophy, we're going to be zayicha or Hashem to the divine light of, of the infinite. What are the three philosophies that he mentions? Let's read them again. Philosophia elocus, godly philosophy. Doesn't, definitely doesn't sound like Vero. Limudius, which means study. We'll have to see what that means very soon, right now, probably. Fativius and natural. Excuse me. Um, so we have godly philosophy, learning philosophy, and 
natural philosophy. What, what does it mean exactly? So philosophy is maybe the study of thought, the study of logic, the study of, of um, <clears throat> logical thought. And sometimes philosophy is, can sometimes be illogical thought. You speak to some philosophers. But the guy's applying that study of thought, the study of logic, to three areas. Elocus, Limudius, and Tivius. And what that means, roughly, is as follows. Philosophy of God means understanding Hashem through philosophy. Establishing Hashem through philosophy. We could say, perhaps even, proving Hashem through philosophy. Proving the existence of Hashem through philosophy. Is there such a concept? There certainly is. The Rambam, the Meir Nevuchim, and the Guide to the Perplexed dedicates a big section to this. The Rambam in Mishnah Torah, in Mishnah Torah, in Hilchus Yusayideh HaTorah, very beginning of the Sefer, he has a whole section dedicated to philosophy of Hashem, proving Hashem through philosophical arguments. The Chayvus Halvavis, the Chayvus Halvavis, the first section of the Sefer is all about establishing the presence, the existence, and the nature of Hashem through philosophy. That's what the guy is referring to. That's philosophy elokis, the philosophy of God, theology, theological philosophy. Theological philosophy or philosophical theology, right? Limudius, roughly, loosely translated understood, is academic philosophy. That means the philosophical thought. That not necessarily is krum, even if it's not necessarily <clears throat> um, embracing and arriving at ideas that are heretical. It's, again, just philosophy for philosophy's sake, that's Limudius. And what's Tivios? That's the philosophy of nature. Studying and examining nature with, with, uh, with, with uh, just through thought and study itself. And in all three areas where the guy is applying this concept of philosophy, Elokiously, Moodyus, and Tivius, what he means is not applying the, the, the precepts, the tenets, and the truisms that we receive through Torah. There's, there's, there's two different ways of, of studying nature. You can study nature just through an open-eyed, open-minded philosophical sense, philosophical study, meaning where our starting point is nothing but nature itself. Starting, studying nature with nature being the starting point, the, the frame of reference. Academic philosophy is, 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 is thinking the, the process of logical thought, starting with just thought itself. <clears throat> Not starting, and, 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 and godly philosophy, theological philosophy, again, is, is thinking about God, the notion of God, the concept of God, the, the universe having a creator, just starting with the starting point, the frame of reference is thought itself. Logic itself. Everybody with me? As opposed to thinking about nature, thinking about the universe, thinking about the Rebbein Shalom, thinking about thought, with my frame of reference, with my starting point being a piece of Chazal, Meseches Brachas, an idea that the Ramchal shared with me. A Ramban in Parshas Vayero, using that as my frame of reference. So, thinking is a very good thing. In Yiddishkeit, as Jews, we want to think, and if there's one thing that we pride ourselves on, 
one thing that we pride ourselves on, it's what, Arthur? Torah. It's Torah. I thought, well, yeah, I was going to say that second. I was going to say one thing we pride ourselves on is being able to being able to tell if the cigar is, uh, is, good, or not. is good or not, right? <laughs> and then after that, Tyro, right? Arthur knows how to, I've seen him do it before, yeah, a piece on. of cigar. He knows how to tap it, he knows where to smell it, he knows exactly what's going on with that yeah. cigar. So, that we pride ourselves on that. We also pride ourselves on Tyro, right? We, what I was going to say, we pride ourselves on our minds, with our minds. Our minds are our most valuable assets, right? Our most valuable assets. That's why we, we, we put such value on the head. Whether we wear a hat or not, whether we feel that's part of our dress code, we put a talus over our head, we put tefillin on the head. The head is our most valuable asset. And we, 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 we um, recognize that, we acknowledge that, and certainly thought is almost what defines us <clears throat> and what what um, what guides leads and 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 allows us to develop our, our development of thought for sure but again the guidance is telling us there's thought which is loose disconnected thought which can perhaps lead us good places and there's directed thought this thought, seichel, putting our minds to action as being led and guided by our tradition. Mesoyrov, Torah itself. Using that as our frame of reference, using that as our guideline, using that as our, 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 our point of departure, and our flight pad, pattern, our flight path. The going here is very much against the study of philosophy. That's very clear. And not only is against, against the study of philosophy for philo- philosophical sake, for philosophy's sake, sake, that's what he calls philosophia limudius. He's against philosophy studying the Bria, starting with nature as the frame of reference. He's even against godly philosophy. Very clear. The going is against studying philosophy even when it is about establishing the existence and the nature of God through philosophical proofs. Which again, Rishayim do this. There's, there's, it's out there, I only mentioned a few of the of the, of the, of the Sources that are out there, the Rishonim do this, and they did this. They established the existence of God through philosophical proofs. They established the nature of God through philosophical proofs. They established the necessity of God's existence through philosophical proofs. The guy says, "No, don't do that." Not only that, the guy says, "If you do that, that's going to distance you from God. It's going to take you away from God." So now we have to stop and, and understand this. And and this is actually the guy's famous. Um, position over here on the matter of philosophy. It's quoted as well in Shulchan Aruch in the they bring it down the Bir Hagra and Huchas that the Gain was against studying philosophy even when it's the philosophy of God. Essentially what the Gain is saying is stay away from philosophy in all of its forms even the philosophy of God and that is how one will merit to the divine light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to a, 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 a a, a relationship with Hashem, an understanding of Hashem, even the philosophy of Hashem that comes out will distance you from Hashem, therefore stay away from that. So what's Pshat? What's Taka the Pshat in this? Why, why is that the case? 
so there's a fascinating idea that the gun's sharing with us over here. And that is, what's, what's the other approach? The other approach to finding Hashem, embracing Hashem, accepting Hashem, and understanding Hashem, if I'm not going to go through philosophy, and, and you can, and as we said, the Rambam, the Chayvah, Sahabavis, and others, they have philosophical mahalchim where through proofs, they're through proofs, philosophical proofs, they're able to establish the existence of God, has necessary existence, the nature of Hashem. There's a guy, don't go that way. But what's the, what's the other way then? The other way is, Rabbi Yisai, what we call emunapshuta, simple, pure, unconditional faith, unconditional belief. Where I believe in Hashem, why? Because it's a no-brainer. I believe in Hashem because, of course, I believe in Hashem. I believe in Hashem because... How could I not believe in Hashem? I believe in Hashem because my Amuna became a reality. I believe in Hashem because my Rebbeim have told me this is true. Their Rebbeim told them that this is true. I, 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 I perceive, sensate this as such a reality that I don't need you to prove it to me. My belief in Hashem is not founded on proofs, not founded on arguments, not founded on philosophy. It's founded on the fact that, of course, it's true. A simple, pure, and sincere belief in Hashem, with no preconditions, with no need for proof. That's what we call emunah pshuta. It's so clear that it's real, of course I believe. Now, there may be people that have been exposed to other, other ideas, foreign notions that, that maybe this is not going to work for them. Maybe Lior wants to ask. There's people out there that, that, um, that uh, you know, they've been around the block, they've, they've seen other systems, they've been exposed to other ideas, and you tell them, well, just believe in Hashem, because of course Hashem exists, of course the system is true, that might not work for them, that system of Amun Okay, for someone like that, sometimes you, to get the door open, to get them in, you have to work through philosophy. You have to work through proofs. You have to convince them through proofs. But even then, they have to know, and you have to know as their instructor, and they have to know as the, as, the, as the student, that this is just a means to an end, but not an end of in itself. In, in Judaism, we, we, we never want our relationship with Hashem to be founded on proofs, to be founded on why I believe, because I went to a seminar, and you show me all these arguments that divine revelation at Sinai for sure had to happen, and all these arguments that, 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 that Torah has to be true, and has to be divine, and it's you proved it to me with clear, incontrovertible proofs. That's just a way to get someone in the door, and that has to transition to amunapshut. It has to transition to a point where okay, I got him in the door. I got him open-minded. I got him in the system of Yiddishkeit. But now he's able to just sensate the fact that of course this is true. Yiddishkeit ultimately becomes a no-brainer, becomes amunapshuto. My acceptance of Hashem is of course Hashem exists. It's 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 a reality. I I, I don't even need to ask that question, how do I know Hashem exists? <clears throat> because I have a moon of shuto. I have very simple, pure, sincere, uncomplicated, unhindered, and unconditional amuna in, in the Rebbein Shalom. So again, it's clear from the going that that's the ideal. The ideal is the state of amuna pshuto. The ideal is the state of Emunah Pshutam, and um, 
Misari. He ideals the state of Emunapshuta. And that's the, the goal, is that we believe in Hashem because it's a no-brainer. We believe in Hashem and I have to go through a whole process. How do I know Hashem is true? Because look at this, this, that, and the other, A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z, that equals God. No, I, 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 I the same way, let, let's give a nice muscle. The same way, um, I would ask any one of you here at the table, um, how do you know you exist? Or how do you know you exist? I think. Yeah, that's what you. That's your answer. It's the philosopher's answer. How do you know you exist? That's for a long conversation. Well, okay. I'm getting nervous about you guys here. How do you know you exist, Arthur? I wake up in the morning. Great. I like that. That's great. How do you know you exist, Shlomo? About physicality and uh, thoughts, which don't exist in dreams, don't here. exist in. Uh, Good, we're getting closer. If someone asks me, how do I know I exist? I say, well, come here for a moment. I'll show you I exist. <laughs> well, of course I exist, but I'm right here. Right? There's no question. I don't get the question. I don't get the question. And I say, oh, how do, you, how do we know we're not all hooked up to some computer or some kind of computer program? So come on, don't be. This is, we're living in reality, not in science fiction, right? Rabbi, so, sorry, how do you know you exist? Do you want to, let me show you. I want to. You want to see how I exist? Let me, let me show you right now. Woohoo! Boom, boom, boom! There, okay, do you have any doubts whether I exist or not? Okay. Of course we exist. It's a no-brainer. It's not a question. Not a question. You know? How do you know your house exists? Well, I don't know. I go home every day to my house. I come out every day from my house. I don't get the question. I don't need to start proving myself to you, right? Because, of course I exist. It's a no-brainer. That's ultimately... The relationship that we have with Hashem as well. How do we know Hashem exists? Because of course, of course Hashem exists. That's a munapshuto. As opposed to having to arrive there through philosophy. In other words, the ideal state of every yid is I walk around, Hashem is a reality. Hashem is a reality, Torah is a reality, Hashem's will is a reality. That's a munapshuto. It's not complicated. It's not conditional upon anything. Now, again, let me refer back to what we said. But what about the people that are not there yet? How do you get to a munapshuto? And does that mean... As Lior is asking, which we didn't get it on tape, but I'll speak it out now. Um, it it's 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 not. You should stay away from from um, examining the bria. Don't don't say. I, I see Hashem through the bria. I see Hashem through the universe. I, sh- I see Hashem's grandeur through the wonderful, amazing world that He created. You're supposed to stay away from that. So let's let's bring this home with one idea over here that puts the whole thing together. Um, so again, as we said, someone that needs to be convinced, someone that's already has been exposed to to other systems of thought, we do need to bring him in the door sometimes through this. And that was exactly Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu discovered Hashem through nature, through philosophy, because he grew up in Terach's home. He grew up with exposure to Avodah Um So certainly someone like that, someone's, you know, we have to bring him in, bring him back. So you do sometimes have to, to get him to a place of a moon of Shuta where it's a no-brainer that Hashem exists, no-brainer that Torah is true. you got to start off with something like that. Um, furthermore, <clears throat> we're talking about um, someone who is...
making this a pursuit in of itself, not using it to enhance his Amun Pshuta. Someone who's studying the Bria to enhance his Amun Pshuta, that is not what the Gain is referring to, and to the contrary, that's encouraged. The Gain is talking about someone who is making this into a philosophy, a study in of itself, a study in of itself. But someone who is bought in, who accepts HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who has a Munapshuta and is using this to enhance and empower and to enrich his Munapshuta, that's a completely different story. That's not what the guy is referring to. And not only that, that's beautifully meduik in the guy. And if we look, now we can come back to uh, a little diuk in the guy over here. The guy doesn't say that if you stay away from philosophy, you're zaycha to have a relationship with Hashem. He says, Stay away from those who make it into an occupation. Look, Pinchas Yankov, you see it's right there. He doesn't say it's off limits. He says the people that are oisik in it, make it an asik, it's a pursuit in of itself, that's off limits. No, for us it's not a pursuit. It's there to enhance our munapshuta. It's there to enrich our munapshuta, but certainly not to replace our munapshuta. That's a very powerful idea. So certainly it's there to enhance. And Rebbe Victor Miller, famously, Rebbe Victor Miller has so much Torah and there's so much... Rebbe Vigneril's Torah is enhancing our Munapshuta through the Bria, for sure. That's not an ASIC, that's not an occupation in philosophy, uh, making it into an ASIC in of itself. And finally, why does it take, it away, why does it take us away from Hashem? We, we've alluded to this, but let's just wrap up by saying it straight out. So, this as a subject in of itself will take us away, distance us from Hashem, because if I'm Say, making the same as I need to get to Hashem through philosophy, I'm putting things in between me and Hashem. If I remain on that track and I don't embrace a munapshuta, I'm not interested in a munapshuta, and I, my, my interest is <clears throat> in being a philosopher, and yes, I'll learn the philosophy of God, the philosophy of nature, the philosophy of philosophy. What I'm saying is there's mechitas between me and Hashem. And Munapshuta, there's nothing in the way. In the way, it's a reality. The same way, how do you know? I hope now we all have the correct answer. How do we know that we exist? Munapshuta. Because look how much weight I've gained in the last week, right? <laughs> look at that. How could I not Forever. exist? You'll agree. Okay, thank you so much. Some good talking. Um, Got a response. <laughs> five points for Lior. Yes. So, uh, I knew. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing in the way, and I can use the Bria, I can use nature to enhance that and to enrich that. But if my approach to Hashem is always through philosophy, there's things in between me and Hashem. Philosophy is between me and Hashem. There's a wedge, there's a distance, there's a barrier, and that's going to get in the way of my ultimate relationship with the Rebbe Shalom. Okay, so that's quite a lot in a few amount of lines over here. So this, we'll, we'll, we'll let that percolate, Rabbi Isai. And Mirza uh, Hashem, tomorrow we go weiter. Go on to the next sim tomorrow. Everyone should be well. Have a wonderful today.